0: Triangle Tire, Tires for Life presents Dave's Corner Garage. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed can sometimes be accompanied by hand gestures, which your sister may find offensive, but you think are hilarious. There's one in every family. (music) Buckle in, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car query? Call now 416 360 0740 or toll free at 1 866 740 4740.
1: Wow, that was a big yeehaw for me. I'm awake I'm awake now, Al.
2: Well, that's good. That's good. I still got a bit of a throat in my a throat in my frog from uh, from COVID. So <laughs> yes. uh, uh, my yeehaws maybe a little bit lower than what it would have been normally. Ah, it's it's doing all right. I'm getting better. You are. Yeah, you're looking good. <laughs> Sounding right, good. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Part of that was, of course, that I was on holidays and suntanning for a week, uh, and then got COVID. <laughs> so he said, yeah. "For a sick guy, you got some great color." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> thank yeah. you very much. Yeah, that's right. Well, I I don't know where I got it on the airplane. Who knows, but I'm better.
1: I'm yep. back and I'm better. That's that's great to have you back.
2: We got a great show coming up.
1: We do. We've got uh, we've got our friend Adam Rappel from Drive Festival. And uh that's a big thing going on at Canadian Tower Motorsport Park, not this weekend, but next weekend.
2: Yeah, we'll have to have him explain it because you know, normally a car show is like either you know, you're going inside a stadium to look at cars, you know, new stuff primarily, mm-hmm. or you know, it's it's a hot rod day and, mm-hmm. and you're going to look at cars there inside some kind of facility. But this is outdoor and this is live. This is interactive Like people can actually get involved with it.
1: This is the thing you could argue that this is the best kind of car show because not only do you get to see all kinds of things and not only are they you know, you can walk up and close and see really, really cool cars, but also they're on track. So you get to, to see them and hear them. And if you want, you can drive some things as well.
2: Yeah, that doesn't normally happen. No, no, definitely not at a, no, car, usually, at a car show. Exactly, and, and you better not be having a big belt buckle because otherwise, <laughs> you, you know, like the, the sign will say, you better be nude if you want to get close to this car. Yeah, exactly. I, I love those
1: signs. I love those <laughs> signs. And uh, speaking of uh, Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, we've got our friend Chris By, who runs the Sports Car Championship Canada uh, Racing Series, and uh, he's expanding uh, the championship next year and uh, making racing slightly more
2: affordable. Uh, well for rich dudes anyways you know uh, <laughs> exactly this is you know how to, how to how's it how to make a small fortune start with a large one yeah exactly yeah <laughs>
1: that, that is the old racing adage
2: and there is all kinds of activities going on this long weekend up up at uh Canadian Tire Motorsport Park uh, whatever yes. um in fact there's a big guy I, I I blurbed about trading paint you know what trading paint is oh yeah i've do, done, i've
1: done this many times
2: and do you use that that expression in other series as well nah not really and how about the chrome bumper the Chrome Horn. The Chrome Horn. Yeah, there you go. I've, I've used
1: that several times. I've also received it a couple of times. <laughs> yes, you did, as a matter of fact. Yeah, ended up
2: on my lid. I was so. going to say that yeah. that sort of put it a, 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 a sort of ultimate um, an ultimate end to your your, your rollover career. Uh, yeah, it kind of did. So I haven't rolled over since, though. No, but you good. roll over into other facets of motor. Oh
1: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that was uh, that that was a that was a hard hit. I'm still feeling the effects years later. Really? Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. You know what? And 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 I, you know, as you know, I had some problems with my neck a little while ago, and mm-hmm. the guy said, did you have any accidents down the road? And I said, well, something long, long time ago. And I said, but that couldn't have anything to do with it. And they said, it absolutely could have. Exactly. In fact, it it was on a motorcycle, and we're going to have uh, Officer Kerry Schmidt on board. And yes. Apparently, you know, accidents, fatalities are still going through the roof. Well, it, and, you know, I, I, I've been on the road a lot this week.
1: I don't know, I've probably done 1,000 kilometers on, on different cars in the last week since, uh-huh. since I saw you. And I've seen so many instances of bad driving, including uh, the gentleman on the motorcycle who caused the uh, the closure last Saturday on the 401. Yeah, it's,
2: it's so sad. And, and, and we talked earlier in the green room about, you know, is it the car drivers? Because we've often said, you drive a bike? Uh, on on this on the road or off the road sorry
1: not on the road but uh, yeah, so the for
2: road. the most part you know bikes aren't that bad it's the four wheelers that you know cause the problem
1: so, well if you're if you're lane splitting on Ontario where it's illegal it's
2: probably not a good idea <laughs> we're gonna find <laughs> out more about that how that was a dumb idea uh, we'll be right back after this break. Welcome back to Dave's Corner
1: Garage. I'm Brian Max here with my pal Alan Gelman. Al, how has your week been? The
2: well, week's been good for the most part. You know, we've been kind of busy. People are getting cars ready for uh, going back to school, of course. Yep. Important to do the prep work beforehand. Yes. Uh, we talked about... Uh, you know, making sure your load is buckled down. <laughs> uh, in fact, I put up a picture on my Glenn Allen website about uh, our Facebook page with the roof, the mat- mattress falling off, flying off the roof of the car. You oh know, yes, and, yeah, because this. In fact, this is the biggest weekend for rental trucks. eh? That's right. This is when, if you yep. want one, you better book it away out of time to- ahead of time because this yep. is when people are taking their kids, whether you're going to London or Guelph or, or wherever, or Kingston in my case. Uh, uh, the school or the instructional uh, he, he's, he's
1: facility. <laughs> yeah, we'll find out. But I uh, know that was that was Queen's University, and I do remember doing the uh, whatever I was driving. I remember strapping the mattress to the roof, mm-hmm. and uh, you know because I've been racing forever, I got proper tie downs. Ah, uh, yes, yes, and yes. that thing was that thing was not coming off the roof of the of the car.
2: Yeah, I've seen lots of, like, canoes with bungee cords going, what no. were they thinking? Well, there's, no, there's <laughs> no thinking going on there, that's for sure. Exactly. All right, what I want to talk about quickly is uh, there was this article I just read the other day about mm-hmm. some stuff going on in Norway. They were supposed to have a hunger strike, and who was striking but all these Tesla owners. Now, apparently, uh, Norway has more Tesla owners per capita than anywhere else in the world. Yes. Um which I, I don't know why is that?
1: Oh, they've got uh, they've got um, Cheap incentives. Well, they, they 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 Norway's done a really good thing, and uh, and you know Norway has a, a sovereign fund, and they um, they basically sell their oil reserves all over the world. And what they've done is transform their economy. And one of the things they do through this process is incentivize EV ownership. Okay, so that's why there's tons of EVs in Norway.
2: Now, people who listen to the show know that Dave used to do it years ago, and right, there were so many things to talk about because there were so many recalls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, every week there was another recall <laughs> yes. about something falling off or burning or catching fire on, on cars. But Tesla, I guess for the most part, has done a great job of keeping it quiet. Keeping yes. it on the down low, yes. and 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 in fact, you know, we we talked, and, and I know a couple people that have Teslas, and mm-hmm. and they come to me, and and basically just some tire issues, but generally they love their cars, mm-hmm. um, and so I've not heard of any issues. But you tell me, and I remember years ago you said to me, "Well, Al, they're not a car company, <laughs> you know, they're <laughs> they're an electrical company that happens to makes cars." Yeah, and, and I thought, oh yeah, like what experience do they have with? Operating machinery on the road. Well, you know this is this is the thing. I, 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 and
1: don't misunderstand. I love what Tesla has done because uh, mm-hmm. they, they really they really transformed EV mm-hmm. uh, uh, passenger vehicles, which is which is really cool. Mm-hmm. But as a as a car company, they are completely non traditional. And then that you know that the customer experience suffers from time to time. And I know Tesla owners love their cars, and they somehow think full self driving is actually self driving, but it's not. Nonetheless. Um, but they know, break. They they do, and you know, from time to time, you hear about you know uh, control arms falling off regularly, and oh, oh yeah, and, I never okay yeah, and, and then you know quality control issues um, abound, and and it's and it, you know if if they were a traditional car company, they would be part of that system where all of this would get reported, whether it's recalls or, or QC issues and and all that, but they don't. They love living outside the the traditional
2: automotive industry. So but how, how do they get away with it? Does why you'd think the MOT or something would have to do with that?
1: You'd think, right? You'd think, but there's very there's very little that goes on uh, in terms of investigating. A lot of you know, like the, this week, the, the the there's a video going around of a, a gentleman uh, pretending to sleep or actually sleeping behind the wheel of his Tesla,
2: right? Because and, they think it's self driving. Yeah.
1: So this may have been a stunt. This might have mm-hmm. you know might have been legitimate. Who knows? But you know, it's it's. Uh, it's a small C cult to a certain extent. I mean, People love their Teslas.
2: Well, you know what? If uh, if you have a cosmetic thing where pieces of trim fall off or something wears out prematurely, mm-hmm. you know, the, the the carpet or whatever, I mean, that's not a, a safety defect. No. But when you're talking about control arms... A control arm is a bit of a problem. You know, or or uh, electrical issues where a car just dies, mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and unpredictably where that's going to happen, we don't know. Exactly. But it does happen.
1: It, it, it certainly does. And, and then, of course, you hear about this, the, the unfortunate stories of people using their so-called air quotes full Uh self-driving and then the car's crashing and 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 you know it's never a good story
2: no i know And the other issue they have and 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 not just them but i mean again going back to dave you know he uh when he got his wife a brand new mercedes and Mm -hmm. the first time he went out to pass somebody the car (laughs) essentially stepped on the brakes full bore yes and they just about went through the windshield Mm -hmm. for no apparent reason and apparently teslas do this Regularly, and the,
1: the the last I I rented a model last a couple of years ago in San uh-huh. Francisco. had a had a layover, um, missed a flight, so you know had a, had a had a long wait. So I, I went on Turo, rented a Tesla. It all worked out great, mm-hmm. but I wanted to to refresh myself with a Tesla. That was a whole idea, and, uh, and you know it just wasn't it wasn't the kind of driving experience that uh, that I was hoping for. And their their advanced driver assist was certainly not tuned to work properly. So it did that sort of thing. It braked, sort of. For phantom objects and and all sorts of things. But, uh, you know, other, other cars do that as well. Um, there's, there's several. And, and some of these systems will actually steer for you as I suppose the, the Teslas do now. But, you know, it's, um, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, go down this, this Tesla rabbit hole. I'm just, Every every Tesla owner that I know uh-huh. has other cars. They have other internal combustion engine
2: cars. Well, you know what? And there was a list. I mean, uh, aside from braking, uh, paint poorly applied, yeah. rusting problems. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, they use salt in Norway.
1: <laughs> yeah, I suppose they do. I don't know. <laughs> no. Well, they're, they're
2: right by the ocean, too. Right, exactly. Creaking sounds and warm and cold weather problems. Uh, wipers, lights, sounds like a normal car. you got all the problems. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, And it's not like somebody can come by with a set of booster cables, eh? No, it doesn't work like that. All right. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We're going to be back after the break with with Adam Ruppel from the Drive Festival.
1: Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max in studio with Alan Gellman. Alan's been busy working on cars all week.
2: Exactly. I mean, I do test drive them, but only around the block once or twice.
1: Well, you know, if you want to do something other than test driving them, our pal Adam Rappel from Drive Festival is with us, and he's got one of the coolest events I've ever been to. It's next weekend at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park.
3: Adam, are you ready for this? Yeah, thanks, Brian, and thanks, Alan. Uh, excited to be here.
1: Well, thanks for joining us. I, I got to tell you, the, you know, I've, I've been to events around the world, uh, car events, obviously, and uh, the Drive Festival is very, very unique. Not only because it's here on on home swale, but you guys have a, a busy event. You got thousands of people there, but if you love cars, this is the kind of event for you.
3: Yeah, for sure. Uh, I actually toured around the world uh, sort of benchmarking events before I uh, came up with a concept of uh, Drive Festival, and it was really kind of inspired by my visit to Goodwood Festival of Speed, and I've been to that event twice, and if you've never been there, um, I, maybe you have, but it's it's such an awesome event over in England.
2: I think what impressed me most was the okay. very, the, the so many different kinds of vehicles you have, um, from million-dollar race cars to electric cars to to everything to off-road and everything in, in between and the fact that in a lot of these cases people can sign up uh, and go drive them right then and there
3: yeah we did um you know we we had a we did approximately 3,000 test drives last year and then probably an additional you know thousand experiences and we're looking at uh, bumping that number up so that we can you know make this a really an experiential and a uh, an awesome event for you not just to look and see, see cars, but uh, but also get behind the wheel.
2: Well, aside from the big track, how many smaller ones and areas do you actually have where you're going to be
3: showing cars off? Well, actually, this year we're actually having a bus shuttle to move people around the park. Oh, wow. It's so big, eh? How, yeah. Not many people know how 900 acres, how big it is. Mm-hmm. And over at the Continental Tire Performance Track, um, Porsche uh, Roadshow is going to be there. We have a Porsche Experience Supercar Rentals. Hyundai, Kia, we also have uh, Pada doing a performance um, like an autocross where you can hop in the uh, passenger seat, not the driver's seat, and go with a pro driver around that, but you can also go on that the DDT track. We also have the off-road track, which many people who've been to the entire motorsport park don't even know exists,
0: mm-hmm. and it's
3: really a super adventurous, very fun, and we've got uh, about 15 vehicles uh, and three manufacturers on that from Jeep, uh, Nissan, and actually Hyundai. And then uh, we have also taken half of the Grand Prix track that we're not using for our Car speed run and turned it into a manufacturer test track. And you can test drive like vehicles like the new EV6 or the um, um, and uh, the Hyundai Ioniq. You know, not many people have had an opportunity to test drive some of these new electric vehicles. And uh, they're available for test drive.
2: Now, what are the regulations in terms of, you know, anybody to show up and sign up or, you know, what?
3: We have breathalyzers, um, and then have
2: sell, <laughs> <wear>. <laughs> I didn't expect we you to say that, that, Adam. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we have so you, you obviously can't be in under, under the influence, and you have to have a valid uh, G license, and then certain requirements depending on. Uh, I believe it's 19 years and older, and there's certain requirements, and they don't just give you the car; they actually put a representative in there to make sure uh. rules as well. It's not like you're just you're here allowed like. Uh, Here it is. Go ahead and um, open it up. Like our our Pro Series track, uh, manufacturer track has like a speed limit of like 80 kilometers an hour maximum. Mm -hmm. Uh, The performance track has no speed limits, but you do have a uh, professional coach next to you managing you. And then the off-road track, you're probably not going to get more than 25 kilometers an hour. Um, So, you know, it's it's really uh, all about the experience and getting you behind the wheel of these cars.
2: That's amazing. I, you know, so you it can't be like, here, hold my beer. I'm going to go drive a Rubicon. <laughs> no, <that laughs> <is my man. laughs> well, you know, I used to go to Mostport back in the seventies, and uh, y- you know, the, the 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 they they did a survey and found that half the people who were at the track for the weekend weren't awake to watch the race on Sunday, eh? <laughs> right. <laughs> that doesn't yeah, surprise me. Good. But this is not like that, of course. And, uh, oh, so, so actually, so, you know, the, the school teacher is going to be beside you in the, in the passenger seat to stop you from doing anything really silly, right?
3: For sure. And as well, like, one of the features that people were most excited about, um, last year, um, was our mobile one dream car speed run where, you know, in, in, uh, Europe, they, they call it hill climbs, but we, called it the dream car speed run and we actually turn half of the track backwards and we give the opportunity for you know hypercar and supercar owners as well as manufacturers and vintage cars to be driven up there um at speed um in front of everybody so you don't just you know see that car sitting there static but you actually uh, it, it provides a lot of excitement sound and uh, uh it basically let's let's call it an o- a rolling art show, um, and it's a demonstration event. Next year, we're actually probably going to uh, have a time attack section as well for the race cars, so we'll actually time it, like Goodwood Festival Speed.
2: Now, that'll all be on asphalt as opposed to uh, hill climb, which is usually on dirt, right?
3: Well, yeah, some of them are, but uh, the hill climb at uh, Goodwood is um, is on asphalt as Oh, well, really? So yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we just don't have the hay bales, and we don't have the castle.
1: Yeah, the, the safety is built into the, into the racetrack as well, but it, it, is, uh, it is just a fantastic event. I remember uh, being there trackside last year, and it was just amazing. So, if, if you're very much interested in cars as we are and, uh, and car shows, to me, this is the best kind of car show. Adam, if anybody's looking for tickets, where do they find them?
3: At drivefestival.com, and I'm going to encourage everybody to get your tickets in advance, um, where, you know, especially Saturday, it's filling up really, really fast.
2: So that's September the 9th. It's next weekend.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little less uh, stressed. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Well, good luck with everything,
1: Adam. We will see you next weekend and very much looking forward to the event.
3: Awesome. Thanks, guys. And I look forward to seeing you guys at uh, the event, Brian and Alan.
2: If it's any help, I've spoken to the weather gods and they said, don't worry about it. We're going to make sure it's nice and sunny.
3: Oh, uh, thank you. All right. Take care. Uh, how much do I owe you for
2: that? <laughs> <laughs> Have a great show. We'll see you next time. This is Dave's Corner Garage. After the break, we're going to have OPP Sergeant Kerry Schmidt aboard um, to talk about not speeding.
1: That's a good idea. <laughs> Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max here with Alan Gelman, and we have with us on the phone OPP Sergeant Kerry Schmidt. Kerry, how are you?
4: Hey, fantastic! It's a great weekend at the Labor Day, right? Uh, but unfortunately, summer is coming to an end.
2: Yeah, that's a sad, uh, sad time, of course. For her, but, but there's still going to be a whole lot of nice weekends coming up. I mean, really, uh, until pretty much, you know, uh, Thanksgiving. It, if you're lucky, you get some nice weekends.
4: Oh, and you know what? When the colors start to turn, it is going to be absolutely stunning. So, if you love driving, you love cruising, you love uh, just enjoying uh, the beautiful outdoors, uh, this is the time to really embrace it and enjoy. Uh, this season of driving
2: and if you really want to appreciate those colors just put the car on autopilot right and 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 and, and then you can just you know kick back and watch in fact didn't someone try to do that the other day
4: yeah do you know what i saw a video i'm sure a lot of people saw this video i don't know anything about it other than it showed up on on social media with some person uh, recording uh some apparently sleeping driver in the back uh, in the driver's seat of a tesla uh uh, I am a bit suspicious of this whole video. I don't know. We got no 911 calls. If I'm driving beside a vehicle and I look over and I see the person unconscious in the, uh, at the driver's side, I think my first thought is going to be call 911. Uh, apparently, this person didn't want to call 911. They thought they'd rather just record it and then to take the next exit and uh, upload it to their uh, Instagram account. So, I don't know. i am got the spidey sense of telling me that this is a little bit of uh uh, engineered uh, post, I, I I can't make sense of it, but certainly, technology is incredible, and I've been in a vehicle, I've been in an autopilot car, and it is fascinating to see this vehicle drive. Uh, I would not close my eyes, and I would certainly keep my eyes and my hands ready to react and respond if anything uh, unforeseen uh, comes up in the field. Well,
2: and if any, uh, besides the technology moving forward, uh, one of the big things, of course, was the responsibility. Um what happens? Let's say this guy was legit, okay—the guy who's sleeping yeah. behind a Tesla—and he crashes into somebody. Um, uh, who gets charged?
4: Yeah, he is one hundred percent responsible, and so he's going to be done with either dangerous driving, criminal negligence, uh, careless driving. There's all kinds of uh, offenses. You know, there is no offense that that says sleeping behind the wheel while driving, because I don't think any legislators back in the day ever even imagined. That could even be an offense. So uh, <laughs> so
2: there's no shift on the responsibility there?
4: Absolutely not. You know, until such time as uh, we no longer require drivers, you know that person in that seat better have their eyes open and their hands are ready to respond uh, to vehicles. I know this is coming, it's coming down uh, down the path but uh-huh. you know we, we have to wait for it to be ready because you know I even in the time when I was in that autopilot car I was driving through a construction zone And it was supposed to exit, and there was, like, faded lines, uh, half-broken lines and ground-up lines, new asphalt, old asphalt. And, like, I think the car was starting to get confused. It was slowing down. It didn't know what to do, and uh, and we took over. So, uh, again, you know, technology is getting better, but for now, let's uh, make sure we're uh, ready to, uh, you know, react to whatever happens in front of us we've had far too many tragedies already this year
1: oh ab- absolutely and you know there there still are no true self driving cars uh, available for sale in canada so they you know even even with tesla with their air quotes full self driving they they still don't drive themselves and you have to be responsible you have to be prepared to take over uh, with oh, yeah. uh with level three that's coming but that's going to be sort of geofence where the cars can drive themselves in uh in certain areas but that's that's enough we're still far away from that with and yeah. you know, with respect to to what's going on, on the roads this weekend you got any reminders for drivers on this long weekend
4: uh, you know what watch we talk about cruising and a lot of people may be going out in their motorcycle and the weather is beautiful you know the air flowing uh you know, past uh, past their hair and wherever it is, it is gorgeous. But they are vulnerable, and we've already had 33 riders uh, die. About a third of them die because someone else cut them off. You know, we have seen other riders, you know, taking uh, chances and liberties, and you know, doing stuff they should not be doing, and uh, and they paid the ultimate price. But those those motorcyclists and bicyclists, watch out for them. Take an extra second to make sure. Any turn or lane change you make is done safely.
2: And do you, do you, in, do you incorporate in those numbers? Do you count the people on on mopeds too?
4: Uh, no, mopeds are different. Are sure are slightly different. Um, but sorry, no, they would be included in a, in a motorcycle. But these uh, these fatalities are per provincial highways for the most part, and in, in some cases they're not allowed on uh, on roads that are, you know, one hundred kilometers per hour speed limit. So. Uh, I'd have to see how many of them actually are mopeds and how many of them are motorcycles. The vast majority of them are uh, full-fledged motorcycles.
2: And they do dumbass stuff, too. I mean, not so much with speed, but you see half of them don't wear helmets. You know, they're on the street, off the street, on the sidewalk. Um, And again, oh, especially those scooters. They look really Uh, scary, eh?
4: Yeah, well, mopeds and e-bikes and scooters and electric bicycles—that's a totally different category. So, uh, you know, motorcycles. Uh, we also have bicyclists, and, and our bicycle fatalities. You know, as far as I understand, these are all muscular-powered bicycle fatalities. I don't think we've had any uh, e-bike. But again, you sometimes you can't even tell the difference between an an e-bike-assisted bicycle and a regular bicycle. So, um, you know, and uh, and again, we've had nine people die already on their bikes this year, and that's up. Over, well, 350%, which is crazy.
2: Now, apparently, they've changed school bus lighting. What's the, what's going on there?
4: Yeah, do you know what? Uh, next week, when you see the school buses, you're going to see amber lights and red lights in Ontario. Uh, those amber lights are going to be flashing, telling you that the bu- bus is about to stop. Uh, at that point, uh, driving with caution, you still are allowed to pass by the bus. Uh, but once those lights turn red, uh, that is when you need to stop, and uh, either from both directions. Uh, you need to stop uh, to make sure that uh, those kids can be loaded safely without uh, cars flying by them, unless there's like a, me- a medium strip. But for the most part, uh, you'll understand on most roads, uh, stop in both directions as you're approaching a stop bus with red lights flashing. Amber lights are just telling you that, hey, I'm about to stop. So uh, you either slow down or, or figure out if you're going to pass the bus now before it uh, makes its full stop and starts loading
1: well this is a great reminder because we haven't seen school buses on the road all summer and they're going to be back on the road next week
4: yeah in uh, in uh in a vengeance you know it's back to school back to the office traffic volumes have been increasing uh month over month over month uh, you know, as a result of the pandemic uh, kind of subsiding people going back into the routines and we're seeing a lot more people out there so expect a longer drive time a longer commute time and uh, and adjust your time accordingly don't get frustrated and start taking chances and running shoulders and just being an idiot because uh, that's not worth it and we're going to be out there doing our uh, enforcement and safety uh, education awareness and uh, you know just take your time
2: uh notice on the 404 going up to lake simcoe that they've increased the speed limit eh
4: yeah uh so uh, on the 404 as well on the 400 there's there's the uh, 110 limit there's a uh, one hundred and ten up on the QEW and the four hundred one in different areas. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm not sure about the four. I have to double check. Uh, that could very well be if there's new pilot project zones. But uh, yeah, there's a one hundred and ten uh, zones in a, in areas kind of spread out across the province. And you know that's up to the Ministry of Transportation to determine speed limits. You know, our job as the OPP is to enforce the rules of the road. So you know, when you see that speed limit, it's there for a reason. If you're caught doing fifty over. You're lo- not only are you getting stopped, you're getting charged. You're also losing your car for 14 days, and your license is going to be suspended for 30.
2: No, I mentioned it because we were up at the lake last week, up at Simcoe, and uh, and basically what's happened is how everybody used to drive at 120. Now they're driving at 130 and 140. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So I, I I don't know, you know, what the benefit is really, um, except that you get a 10 kilometer break. I guess when you do get your ticket, <laughs> that's maybe it.
4: Well, yeah. oh. You know, the faster you go, the harder it hurts, the, the more it hurts uh, when you slow down in the, in the 300 milliseconds it usually takes to crash. If you want to have some fun, hey, you know, drive fesses this weekend or next weekend. Uh, there's all kinds of track time. You know, I've had some incredible experiences. And once you've actually enjoyed that track experience, driving on the road, it just loses its luster. So I, I just wish some of these, uh, you know, lunatics that are out there uh, ripping up our highways uh, would maybe understand that uh, there's a better place to do this where you can actually focus and actually show off your skills that you claim to have.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right, Kerry. I mean, there's there's so many people who love to play on public roads, but the the real place to play is the racetrack, and there are, there's no shortage of opportunities for track time.
4: Yeah. Uh, i had the experience to do some stuff down at Mossport last week with the Ron Fellows driving experience, and uh, I was talking to Adam Ruppel as well, and yeah, I think I'll be doing some driving uh, over at the Drive Fest. So if you're uh, coming down to that event, come by and find me. Say hello. I'd love to meet. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it should be a fun a fun weekend. But, again, if you just want to get out and cruise and enjoy the, the countryside, the province, you know, the colors turning, just, you know, slow down, relax, enjoy the drive, and and, and just embrace it.
0: All
2: right. You have yourself a safe drive to Kingston.
4: <laughs> Heading to the city. Anyways, uh, you bet. Have a great weekend, and uh, happy back to work and back to
2: school. All right. Take care, Kerry. Always uh, fun to have you on the show.
4: All right. This is Dave's Corner Garage. After the break, we're
2: going to be talking to Chris By all about the SCC, which stands for? Sports Car Championship Canada. Woohoo! They got some news. It's very cool. We'll be right back.
1: Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max in studio with Alan Gelman, and with us we have our pal Chris By from the Sports Car Championship Canada and M Zone Radical Cub. Chris, how are you? I'm good, Brian. How are you? Fantastic. So this is this is a sports car. Uh, championship Canada and the Amazon radical cups last race weekend of the year. So it's pretty exciting. You guys are at Canadian tire motorsport park. So if anybody hasn't made plans for the weekend, head out to Canadian tire motorsport park, of course, but what's going on with you guys.
5: Yeah, we're excited. It's our last race weekend. A little bit different than the previous uh, weekends since the big storm we had uh, Victoria day at CTMP. uh, We didn't get to run uh, either of the sports car races. So both races on saturday and sunday will be double points uh so it could really mix things up so that should be exciting and see how things go and then the radicals we did get our sunday race in 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 victoria day uh so we'll be running three races with the radical m zone radical cup canada uh during the race weekend miles and ron everybody at ctmp has been great working with us and uh getting us the extra track time so it should be an exciting weekend Oh
1: yeah, no doubt, and I mean, you know, there's multiple championships running, so it's a, it's always a, a big weekend at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. And if if any of the previous race weekends this year, are any indication it's going to be busy. So the modern professional sports cars are are the real deal. So the the series championship is based around two different categories. There's GT four and there's TCR. So explain a little bit about what what GT four is.
5: Yeah, so the GT four platform is is a global homologated platform, which means. The cars are, are, uh, are tightly uh, scrutinized. Um, they, the manufacturers build cars. They're mostly V8s. We've got uh, the Multimatic Mustang. We've got Porsche, uh, McLaren, Mercedes-Benz, of course, um, running with us. And, and uh, the cars are homologated globally through the SRO. And which means you could take your car from Canada and go to Europe and you'll race exactly the same against exactly the same cars.
1: TCR uh, is essentially the same thing, but for front wheel drive cars. So these are perhaps a little bit slower in, in, in some hands and you know they're, they're still very quick. But these TCR cars are my jam. They're, they're front wheel drive race cars.
5: Yeah, they're front wheel drive two liter turbo. And again, they're uh, homologated to a company called uh, WSC in Europe. Same type of rules where cars are uh, they're they're monitored globally. They run in in you know several countries around the world. You could take your TCR car from here and go to Australia and race against exactly the same cars and and you know be as the same level of competitiveness that you would run here. Um, and uh, yeah, so we've got it. This is our first year with a TCR license, so we're super happy to be a part of the official TCR family. Um, and then yeah, and even the TCR cars, you know, they they range. Canadian dollars. By if you buy new ones, you're in the two hundred fifty to three hundred thousand dollars and So they're very trick race cars. You look in the inside, and they look like DTM cars. You
1: know, in the old days, we used to build race cars and then go racing in whatever championship it is. But you know, the the, the game has changed, and and you know, in a lot of ways, um, the the GT4 and TCR homologations level the playing field, so that when the the cream rises
5: to the top, it's genuine. There's no question. I mean, at the last race at CTMP last. Uh, Last year we had uh, the top 10 cars or fastest flap was six tenths of a second apart. Right. So it's super close racing. Uh, And TCR does an amazing job of, of leveling the playing field and making it difficult again, uh, you know, the guys that are running at the front, they're, they're no joke. Um, they're serious. And, uh, I think there's been a few people that have been surprised when they show up, the level of competition. is like, okay, it's, you know, you go club racing and it's, again, it's super fun. And it's, there's a place for it, but the cars don't have the same horsepower. It's very hard to gauge, you know, who really is driving the wheels off the car and we, you know, supply a platform where young drivers can, can, can shine. And, you know, part of it is where is the next Zach Roubaixon going to come from? You, know, you and that's, know,
1: that's 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 the thing. And uh, so, Marcos and you already um, raced in in Micro Cup, which which I raced in, and and that's now changed to the Nissan Sentra Cup. And their spec Sentras, they're still only 140 horsepower, and they're whatever 2,800 pounds, something like that. So they're not really that fast. And then there's a huge jump from. In, in Canada, there's a huge jump from Centricup up to TCR, not, not only in pace, but also in budget. And um, uh, you, you, you have a solution here, I think.
5: We do. So we have, uh, with our friends at the SRO, there's a series in the U.S. called TCA, which is a step below TCR. Uh, you can buy factory homologated race cars from Honda Performance Development. Uh, from uh, Brian Herta Autosport and from LAP Motorsports. So you can buy a Honda, a, a, a Hyundai or Mini, and the cars are homologated. Uh, so, again, the same level playing field. The cars are in the fifty-five dollars to $60,000 range U.S., but you can buy that car and race it for three or four years. So we're pretty excited to announce that uh, with uh, the support of ESRO, we we're announcing that in 2023 we will add the TCA cars to our fields. And it gives the, you know, the, the, the young kids from center it gives them a step like to go from a Centra at you know, I think $40,000, which is great value for a race car to a TCR car at 250,000. It's not, it's not realistic, but fifty five sixty us, all of a sudden it's a step that's attainable. The cars will be much more economical to run. And again, mm-hmm. they'll be homologated. So if you're running at the front of the TCA class, um, you're going to be doing something special and, and I think, you know, multi-class racing is exciting with
1: respect to 2023. I'm, I'm very excited about TCA cause that, that just opens the door to, to so many new drivers and, and especially young ones. Cause it, you know, it's, we all know racing is not inexpensive, but this is, this is very cool and I'm, I'm very happy for you. So, uh, for listeners out there, if you haven't made plans to go to Canadian tire motorsport park this weekend. Be sure to do that. Check out Sports Car Championship Canada and the Amazon Radical Cup, and lots of racing going on. Chris, super stoked about the the two championships for you, and I'm, I'm uh, you know you're, you're absolutely filling a need in the racing community, and and not just for drivers and teams, but but uh, for fans uh, fans as
5: well. Yeah, thanks, Brian. And none of it would be possible without our uh, help from our friends at Michelin. They've been a great partner, and we're, uh, we're chasing uh, title sponsorship, Zone's title sponsor for for Radical Series, and we're chasing uh, some title sponsors for uh, sports cars. So I think uh, hopefully over the winter we have some more news to share.
1: Good stuff. Well, I hope to see you this weekend, and uh, I, if I don't, I know you're going to be busy, but looking forward to seeing the races. Thanks wow. for joining us, Chris.
5: Thanks so much, Brian. Appreciate your time.
1: Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max here in studio with Alan Gellman. And got to thank Chris By for dropping by and... Uh that's uh, it, you know it's pretty cool news for somebody on the in the you know inside of racing the uh, the addition of their TCA category is pretty cool it's it's, it's cost effective racing and it's and the cars are quick enough to make it challenging for the drivers
2: and although it's Saturday I mean there still is a whole slot of racing for tomorrow all, all afternoon and all day tomorrow yeah pennies guys and, yes uh, they're not afraid to trade paint and uh, <laughs> whack each other <laughs> that's right chrome horn
1: <laughs> all, all of that stuff that there's you know the 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 NASCAR penny stuff is is tough racing and and uh, you know I like that. stuff. Style, I, you know, I don't. I don't like the uh, the gentlemanly style of racing. I like when you when you can lean on each other and and move each other around. Well, that's that
2: always scared me when it comes to open wheel stuff. Ah, you know? uh, yes. I watched something last weekend, as a matter of fact, and uh, two guys. I don't know who they were. I can't remember. But but just basically, the two tires rubbed, mm-hmm. and one guy ended up going over the, the the other car. I mean, and 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 thankfully, I mean, they have the safety halo on them. But yes, in the old days guys would get killed for, with something like that yeah uh, yeah you know
1: f- 40 years ago it was uh, it was commonplace 50 years ago it was commonplace but now the cars are relatively safe but open wheel represents a totally different kind of danger than uh, than closed wheel like uh, sports cars and, and nascar
2: i i kind of wonder you know i because I, I i was a big jimmy fan and you know he won how many you know uh championships yeah um but he hasn't done a whole lot in 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 open wheel is it do you think it's his age the mentality or it's just totally different well, it's 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 very physical,
1: and it, it helps if you're young. And, right. and you know Jimmy's not a young man; still a great driver.
2: But but he, you know, he was always known for his physicality. Yeah, I mean, he's run marathons all yeah, the time. Absolutely, still very very fit.
0: Right. but
1: there's a you know bit of transition going from you know a three thousand pound, eight hundred horsepower car mm. to whatever they weigh, like twelve hundred pounds maybe, and eight hundred horsepower. Mm. You know, it's almost a third of the weight. Uh, so and and on top of that, they generate more G's and and they're they're you know it's it's he's done a great job adapting, but uh, it's it's tough.
2: Uh, I want to quickly mention talking about accidents. Um, I had a couple inquiries this week because people were ticked off because they got calls uh, from the uh, insurance company to say that they need the car back or you have to pay for it. And what I'm talking about is vehicles that were in accidents. Uh, the the insurance companies are so overburdened they can't get out to the body shops to see them to write them up to give the body shop to go ahead and even when they do there are parts that are on back order you know because Mm -hmm. of the COVID and 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 the the supply problem Mm -hmm. um but they're saying that no, well, your your policy only covers so many days or so much money worth of rental car, and uh, people are getting hung to dry. Well, they they just got to you know
1: you got to realize that everything's a negotiation with your insurance company, and uh, you know you don't have to take what they what they give you.
2: Oh, even for that, eh? Because Abs- I because I, I, yeah. I'm always telling people when 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 they call to tell you what they're going to give you for your write off. Mm-hmm. That's just an opening offer. That's a, that's a negotiation. So, yes, people yeah. say, well, they said that's all it's worth. I said, well, uh, yeah. hang on. Nah. So tell them to replace it.
1: Yeah, the, the, the last time I had an a, a insurance issue, somebody ran into one of my cars, and, and uh, the, you know, well, my son witnessed it the whole bit. And um, I, you know I was standing in my uncle's driveway in California. Mm-hmm. get a phone call, and the gentleman says, um, yeah, we're going to write off that car. And I said, uh, yeah, here's the thing. You're going to go back to your boss, and yeah. before you do, you're gonna you're gonna go look at my policy and see how long I've had that policy and see how many claims I've had, and then you're gonna go back to your boss and you're gonna say, um, "We're gonna fix the car," and <laughs> oh. and then you're gonna call me back and you're gonna say, "You know, Brian, we're gonna fix the car," and that's exactly
2: what happened. Oh wow! See, I and I had one just the opposite where they said they were gonna fix the car and I said, "No, I don't want the car back <laughs> because it's got fifteen thousand dollars worth of damage." Yeah. And sorry, you'll never. It even has a wrinkle in the roof, okay? Ooh, and that was bad. a bad no, indicator. You got
1: to get one of those. In my case, it was purely cosmetic, mm-hmm. and, you know, the the I bought that car because it was mechanically sound, and oh. it still was. So it was just cosmetic damage, but they wanted to write it off, and I said no.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, and the other issue, too, is uh, they're stealing cars, we know. Yes. And, um, if you've got a late-model SUV, you want to protect it because if they steal it— the you're, the dealer doesn't have another one to give you one. That, that's exactly it. So
1: you know, get a Faraday box if you've got a, a wireless uh, remote. Uh, my neighborhood, the, the 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 next door, that that social app, my wife is on it, uh-huh. and almost every day somebody's complaining about their SUV getting stolen out of their driveway.
2: Yeah, and still I I saw the same one um, where there's still bums out there breaking glass looking for change.
1: Ah, uh, that doesn't surprise me either.
2: Yeah, really. Yep. Yep. And, and then the and in fact, I always laugh because. Um, one of my cousins had his car Well, somebody was trying to steal it Mm -hmm. and, and, and he said, I couldn't believe that guy was in my neighborhood trying to steal a car. I said, well, in his neighborhood, they don't have a lot of Late Model S Mercedes. You know, exactly. That's the problem. <laughs> we want to thank all our guests, of course. We had Adam Rupel about the Drive Festival, which is coming up next weekend. Next weekend at Canadian Terra Motorsport Park, drivefestival.com, I believe, is the website. You can get your tickets ahead of time. It's going
1: to be a wicked event. I'm looking forward to that.
2: It's not one you just look at. You can get involved. Yeah, it's not just a
1: car show. So you can actually drive some things, experience some things. It's a great event.
2: Actually, it reminded me, you know, because we're talking about car shows, and they're usually inside, right? Yes. And I was at the launch of the R8. Mm-hmm. And they decided they wanted to start it up. <laughs> now, I was at the convention center. And we're sitting there, and I'm going, we're all going to die. <laughs> right. Because they were revving the snot out of it uh, inside. Of course. And I'm watching the black smoke come out, and I went, hmm. Yeah. And, of course, I want to thank Carrie Schmidt, who's... Uh, Always there to help us, and uh, like Dave said, if you want to meet him, just do something stupid on a four series highway. Yes, and you'll next thing you know, there'll be a Metra's tr- big Mercedes truck behind you, and uh, yeah, with OPP, yeah,
1: with OPP branding on it, he'll be right there. Especially if you do something stupid, and uh, if you want to meet Kerry, he'll be at Drive Festival next weekend at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. And speaking of Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. Uh, Sports Car Championship and Pinty's and Numbers uh, Series are there, so if you don't have plans for the weekend, go check out uh, Canadian tower Motorsport Park and all the racing that's going on there. Exactly, and uh, how long does it take to get out there now? Uh, It's about an hour and the 407
2: goes very close. If you want to take the 407, you can get there in no time at all. Okay, well, that's what I'm looking forward to doing. And uh, But, Kerry, now, I wonder if he's going to be in uniform or out of uniform. I bet you
1: he's going to be in uniform. I think he's going to be on duty. <laughs>
2: All <laughs> right, thank you, everybody. I want to thank Carlos for doing a great job behind the uh, board. Thanks, Carlos. And, uh, and I hope Stevie's having a good time. He's in Italia, yeah, you I, know.
1: I don't think he's listening to us.
2: No? No, I think he's... Well, because it's too early in the day. He's eating the pasta right now. <laughs> All right, have yourself a great week. Everybody drive safe, and we'll see you next time next time on Dave's Corner Garage